Crazy funsters out there. We love you and welcome to the Hot Flush, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. That is us. And my name is Mrs. Wilgo. I'm your host along with the beautiful, <sighs> stunning Ms. Berry. Ms. Berry, who we're going to have a health update later. But we are going to have a health update. We've got lots to talk about today. Um, I want to jump in with your reigning men. Thing, okay. Though. The reason why I'm um, I'm going to give a shout out to our friend Kerry Sackville, who's got a book coming out about dating. Yes. Um, I'm a bit disappointed she didn't approach me for my input because we know that my input, my Your story is a marvelous story thing. Is, well, not even my Rob story, but my alley cat story. My alley cat days are, you know, quite something that so I'm quite gonna, willing to share. We are going to have a chat today because I do know there's a lot of women our age who are out there so, dating. Oh, God, that dog. Um, and also, I was away on the weekend with some girlfriends. Excuse me for a minute. Isabel Barber! There we go. Okay, we're back now. That worked. Um, who, uh, oh, haven't had, uh, the, felt the weight of a man for many a year now. I know. So I took them into the little town of Bigger. Yes. Population 245. Yes, I have something I want to talk to you about that too. Okay. Yes. And, um, this is all on the blog too, and that we couldn't find them a, a man. We couldn't, couldn't find, find them a farmer. Either. I wanted a farmer for them. And I was totally prepared to go up and do the old, my friend over there likes you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> that was only, so cool. We only met Helen from the general store, who's 85. And Denise, whose age is I'm gonna, unpinnable. I'm going to neck your dog. Okay. Do you want me to do it? <laughs> Are we going to be talking about shut the door? Yes, please. We're going to talk dating. What else are we going to talk about? Um, Mrs. Berry? So, your asshole? Yeah, we're going to talk about my butt and my bowels because there isn't anything much more sexy than my bowels. I'm too sexy for my bowels. Too sexy for my bowels. So, sexy, it explodes. No, but do you know what else is raining, men? What? I went to Mardi Gras on Saturday night. Oh, okay. So, we went to Mardi Gras. I made Rob get dressed up. So he wore his little, like, leather hot pants and a see-through, like, his see-through sort of top and his docks. So hot. And we went up, just got to the top of, um, up to the, where the parade, so we were down near where the parade starts. You know they're listening, they're not watching, so yeah, they sorry. can't see which way you're pointing, you dickhead. <laughs> Anyway, the first thing we see is the double-decker bus going along with the 78ers Oh, on it. did you start crying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rob and I are just like crying and cheering and you guys are amazing. And, and the crowd just, and, and it was as much seeing them and how tickled they were that this is what it's become. Yeah, and, amazing. Oh my God. But the crowd's response to them was just... Oh. What a just feeling. Just as they sort of went up Oxford Street, you could the roar just went with them, and it was like I've got goosebumps. Oh, so why? But then we are so old, right? Because we're just walking out, and it's so packed. And I'm just like, I wanted to come and see lots of hot, barely dressed gay guys, and instead, all it was was fifteen year old girls. 
tottering around in heels they couldn't, you know, can't walk in. You didn't see one hot man. I saw... Oh, Steve was there, I our friend Steve. I know. Did you see him? I, no. He looked adorable. He did. Um, no, there were, there were hot men, but not... Like, there was too many of these... Yeah, and look, it's great. I don't... You know, they... I just was like, no, I don't need to see you. And It was funny. I was with, um, uh, as I said, away for the weekend with a girlfriend whose son, who's in year 11 or year 12, um, wanted to go to Mardi Gras. Um, and she's like, yep, that's the one thing you can go to because there's so many police there. Yes. There's so many. It's all about love. Yep. Well, I must say the police were amazing. Like heaps of them had little, you know, um, rainbow um, temporary tattoos on their cheeks they were so great because their crowd control was incredibly good and sensitive and they just they just reached – they were great. They were great. And I think it's such a turning point um, yep. from, you know, when the when the parade – well, the was, protest. It was a protest. The protest first started. Next year we're going. Well, we're going to go to our favourite beer bar, The Few, where I took you and yep. Mr. Woog. They do a private – you buy tickets. Oh, yeah. So we're going. Okay, awesome. Love to. So it's sort of civilised. You look out straight onto Oxford Street. It's all good. Excellent. Yeah, so that was quite fun, except we were literally home by 11. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we sort of walked around. It was Did more than a feel. No, because it, the progress for like two hours. Yeah. And it ends up down at Moore Park. And you can't, the, the crowd's down to, impenetrable. <laughs> impenetrable. Impenetrable. And so we're I actually had a cattle prod. <laughs> Would that have been a good thing? <laughs> oh, we did reach one point where we were in a spot where then the police had stopped it because it was too crowded further up. And yeah. so, of course, it just became this. Bottleneck. And I just turned to Rob and I went, I'm freaking out! <laughs> and he just, like, became alpha male and just sort of, like, barreled through. <laughs> and I just went... <laughs> and I hate I, crowds. Oh, yeah, they're not my thing either. No. But there was just this glorious... Everyone was so happy. And you know what? Like... Men and women out, a lot of them barely in underwear, mm-hmm. and everyone's safe, no one being a dick. Yeah, it's good. So we can do it. <laughs> it can be done. It can be done. Excellent. Um, so where have you been this morning, Kim? And we're not going to ponder on this for too long, no. but last week, if you if you listened to last episode, yes, um, we were talking about ovarian cancer. And I wrote a piece about ovarian cancer, and a lot of people have now gotten lots more information and knowledge. Yeah. Um, and Kim decided to take her health into her own hands. Yes. And went off to see the doctor about her dodgy butt. Yes. Um, and so I saw my GP, and it coincided that I also was seeing my psychiatrist. So they, between the two of them, I had about half my blood taken. And um, and everything except my triglycerides level uh, is absolutely fine. What's so my a cholesterol triglyceride? is fine. Triglycerides is a fat that is in your blood. Oh, Even okay. my blood is fat. <laughs> and of course, I'm reading about it last night, and it goes: if you are obese, don't exercise and drink alcohol. And I'm going tick 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 tick. Um, but my triglyceride levels. I had bloods done about a year ago, which I never got the results from. Why? Well, I don't know. Well, I figured they didn't ring me, so I figured there was nothing wrong. Um, and my triglycerides were even higher then. So they've come down by about one and a half points or percentage or whatever it is. And um, and because I've been doing this, um, the Syro total wellbeing diet, my GP said that's actually probably... 
that's probably actually contributed to that. So you're on the right track. Just Good. keep doing that. And if you can just build a bit of exercise in, that'd mm-hmm. be great. Don't make it onerous. Just do a little half hour every day. And mm-hmm. you don't do it every half hour, every day. Just do it when you can. Mm-hmm. Because it actually, with triglycerides, it's apparently very effective. Mm-hmm. And she's given me a referral to go and see the butt doctor. Oh, so one of our listeners, um, and I had, I had researched this a while ago, about two years ago, and then promptly sort of forgot. But one of our listeners came back and said, I think you have dumping syndrome. And I have it, and my mum has it, and you get it when you've had your gallbladder out. Yeah. And that's what I do have. I'm quite certain of it. And, um, yeah. And so, uh, and really, there's nothing you can do about that. You can mitigate it. You know, you can try to not eat sugar and refined flour. Boring. And you can't, not meant to drink during meals. And blah, Boring. blah, blah. Bored now. Move on. So, yes, I'm actually getting myself looked after. So, thank you all for your lovely messages after the last episode of going, have you been to the doctor yet? Have you been to the doctor yet? Have you been to the doctor yet? Are you going now? When are you going? When are you oh, going? and then I felt bad because she took so bloody long. I thought, oh, right, great. She's she got, has died. She's got cancer. <laughs> what are we going to do with this podcast? She's, she's just, got a home in a puddle. Oh, we've you know, we've yeah. just, we, you know, we've just cracked it with our podcast and now I've got to replace her. Now, who what, can I replace you with? But you're not replaceable. I'm not replaceable. No. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, I would like you to replace me with someone so that then everyone can then actually say she was really good. That Kim girl. Was yeah, so much she's, this, this person's lovely, but she's not as good as what Kim was. I know. That's yeah, because that's okay. Not I'm going to have a look at a couple of reader questions now. Oh, okay. Gemma Thorpe asked, "Moddy body, are they worth the expense?" Now, Moddy body are the underwear mm. that have been in the market for about a year now. I'm going to say Nikki Parkinson's got a review. Up on her blog now, they're, they're not. They just look like normal undies, but yeah. the gusset or the crotch is yeah. made of a material that is designed to draw away moisture and odor. Some people claim that you use them instead of tampons. Now, no, that is a big fat no for me because I know my cycle would annihilate any strip of fabric well, that claims to. Suck up. I was, I was in what is very unlike me, quite quick to come to a conclusion about them without any form of research or investigation, um, and claimed that that was absolutely gross. And if you're going to actually reach a point of bleeding into your undies, then you might as well, I don't know, just start picking your nose in public. And uh, and then I did actually read a bit more about it, and I think there's different ones for different um, different amounts of flow. Yes. Um, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm not there. Well, I have got to disclose that I was sent a couple of pairs. To, I think we looked at these. Yes, we have looked at these, so we're not going to dwell. Didn't they give um, you the flesh-coloured ones? Yeah, mm. um, and I think they're great for, like, odour and discharge and sweat and all the rest of it, but I, I certainly wouldn't replace traditional blood Well, why do we always end up talking about this? I don't know. Okay, Lisa says, in a light of... In light of climate change, should I move to New Zealand or Tassie so not to be so hot all the time? I went for a walk yesterday and it took me 30 minutes to cool down. Is this because I'm from Lithgow? (laughs) Well, I think there's a lot of things for Sori that are because she's from Lithgow. Yes. Um, Go carefully. Tread carefully, Kim. (laughs) Tread carefully. No, no. What was was the place that you hated the other day? You said everyone from Queensland you hated. Oh, yeah. 
No. I think we'd been drinking when you'd said that one. Because <laughs> then we got a little bit of pushback. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, um, I don't know if we've got any readers from Lithgow, but certainly the, this cool change that has come upon oh, us has been welcomed. So nice. I put the doona back on the bed last night. See, this is the cutting-edge stuff that we talk about that is, you know, the reason why stratospheric, uh, you know, uh, income and fame are just barely around the corner. No, sorry. So Tasmania is great, but apparently they're in a really grip of terrible drought at the moment. I've got a friend who's on a farm down there, and it's just grim. I don't think she's a farmer, though. So That's it's... true. <laughs> But property prices in Hobart are just as bad as Sydney because oh. everyone buys houses to run them as Airbnbs. Fuck, I hate talking about real capitalism. estate. Fucking capitalism. Okay, it's Daniela. We're going to whip through these. Seriously, what can I do about chin hairs? There's not, they're not long enough to pluck, oh. but long enough to be super annoying. Chin pimples don't help either. They're not long enough to pluck. How can... But you might like a black stubble. Oh, right. Yes. Well, you've just got to get those angled pincer tweezers and then you just get yourself a... uh, And also just a very mild facial scrub. Like not something that's going to shred you, but just for those little, those weird little things. For the Um, So I've been doing the threading. I forgot last time to take codeine before I went, so I have to do that. Oh, you've been threaded? No, this weekend. Oh, I'm getting my face waxed too. Because this is just terrible. The chins, I can feel, they're actually, they're not black, but they're whiskers. Like yeah. they're actually. I haven't got them. I've been hanging out to get them because everyone always raves about how much fun it is <sighs> to pluck them. Gosh. My mum has them. Um, oh, bored now. Next. There's so much I'd be delighted with whatever bubbles up from your good selves and the other hot flush fans. Go girls. And then I put a little gif up. That's doing it. Oh, gif or jif? Gif. I don't know. No. Kids and responsibilities around the house. How do you inspire them to take it, preferably without being asked five times and having to run them into the ground in their pits? I don't know because I fucking just don't even start me. Okay. So this, it does not work all the time, but it is the most effective approach I've ever had. Is in I totally shifted away from the, um, the, the chores concept and the doing it to help me. Like, it would really help me if you did the. And I just, and I sat them down and I said, you know what? We're all members of a house. And when you live with a group of people, everyone has to pull their weight for that house to function. So, so are they actually looking at you and is any of that going in? Well, so I said, so what I'm going to do to help that, for you to learn those skills of actually seeing things that need to be done, is we're going to start with a roster, but I want, you know, we're just going to build from there. And so they're now, they're not too bad. And they now, when I ask them to do something, they tend not to do the whole, because I'm just like, are you, are you a member of this household? And they go, yes. And I'm like, right. You want to, you know, that's what you got to do. I had a breakthrough with my teenager, Harrison. But look, it doesn't work all the time. I still end up having to go. So... Um, my shrink once told me that boys do not reach the oh, no, emotional maturity Depression. until 24, 25 oh. of recognizing that of, of doing something, um, without necessarily wanting a reward for it. Oh, that's, 25. that's fucking great. Another 10 years of this. Isn't that insane? I had a breakthrough with my teenage son. 
recently. I'm hot. Can I open the door? Yes. I'll put the aircon on. Oh, here it is. Here we go. It's not even hot. Like, it's not hot. I'm, I think I'm having a flight. Oh, because I'm drinking tea. It's not oh, hot. There we go. There we go. Um, okay, back to programming. <laughs> yes, I had a breakthrough with my teenage son, which has led us to be, be a lot happier in the sense that I've really lowered my expectations yeah, oh, of yeah. him. I have really lowered them. <laughs> They're probably sitting one inch off the floor. We couldn't be happier. Yeah. I'm not nagging him. If he doesn't have breakfast, well, it's not going to kill him. It's no. not my problem. No. Like, you know, it's just, and I can, I'm just expecting that he will grunt at me because he's going through the change, as is his mother. <laughs> um, and I was fighting it the whole time. And yeah. I was just, the only conversations I had with him were nagging. And now I don't nag. And I just cuddle him and give him a cuddle and call him big old bullf head. And, yeah. and he's responded in such a much better fashion. We're getting on much better. Yeah. Lower your expectations, people. Yeah. It is the God's, it is the biggest gift you can give to yourself in yeah. every area of your life. I agree with this completely. Someone asked me the other day um, that they had an appointment available for Botox on Friday. And was I interested in taking it? And I was like, I just couldn't be fucked. Like, <laughs> these wrinkles are, you know, and I'm not saying that if you get Botox, that's bad. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to get it. But yeah. I'm just lowering my standards. And I'm thinking, okay, so that's Friday afternoon time that I would probably be spending with my friends. Yeah. Um, it's going to cost $300 and it's going to hurt. And I might look like a freak. Yeah. I'll just stick with what I've got at the moment. Thanks very much. Well, this is like I posted the other day. I'm a hair's whisker off leaving the house without a bra on. <laughs> and since that time, and since I wrote that, twice, twice I've done the school run with Grover. So if I had got a flat tyre or been in a car accident, there I would have been in my shirt, in my outfit without a bra. No one needs to see that. No one. Not even I need to see that. Okay, we're just going to quickly move on. Jodie Maxwell, has anyone tried essential oils for hot flushes? I haven't. Nope. Sorry, someone's going to jump in there and give you some article, some um, some stuff. And Marnie Toll Atkinson is our favourite person this week because she wrote, "Reading this just made my day. I can't wait, ladies." No, no, no. You'll you'll keep. Yeah, we love you. You'll keep. We love you. Okay. Uh, is that is that it? Is that all the questions we got? Maybe I'll have a look on. Um. Okay. So there's something. Oh, gosh, I have so much to talk to you about this week. Do we want to talk about some medical stuff or do we want to talk about some funny stuff? Can you open your computer for me? Sure. Funny stuff, always. So, <laughs> you know how you went to Bigger? Yes. Um, Bigger is just near Crookwell, which is just near Golden. Are you aware that you were not very far away from the Empire of Atlantium? I was not aware that I was near the Empire of Atlantium. What is the Empire of Atlantium? Kim? Well, this is just going to tickle your fancy. Oh. So, if you go to Atlantium.org, just out in the out in the. Uh... Oh my gosh! <laughs> is it a cult? Yeah. It's not a cult. He is a unique parallel sovereign state based in New South Wales, Atlantium recognises that the days of nation states founded on fixed geographical lo locations or majority ethnic identities are numbered. 
as global mobility, cultural blah, 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 in an age when people increasingly are unified by common interests and purposes across rather than within traditional national boundaries, Atlantium offers an alternative to the discriminatory historic practice of assigning nationality to individuals on the basis of accidents of birth or circumstance. Welcome to the Empire of Atlantium. How do you know about the Empire of Atlantium? Because I Google mapped you because I didn't know where Bigger was. And so I was like, where the f- is Bigger? And I looked it up. And then on the thing, you know, it gives you little yeah. things like to look at. And oh there God, was a this really... Guy is crackers. Yeah, yeah. There's even an... Um, ABC did a sort of story on him like a while back. I don't know when, but... Um, I'm obsessed. Yeah, so go... If you How go... apply? For citizenship. You apply for citizenship. <laughs> to Atlantium. <gasps> oh. Okay, so you must be 15 years or older. Yeah. I'm going to apply for citizenship. I just, I also love the layout of the actual website because yes. it was done clearly in 1994. Text uh, Google Ministry of the State of the Empire of Atlantium. Yes. And it, I was nearly there, Kim. You were nearly there. And you can actually go there because it's on the on Google Maps. It's looked at as like a tourist thing. So you can go. Why did I go? Oh, I don't know. We're going to have to do a special trip. We have to go to Bigger again. And I have to come and then we have to do a, a Is it just because you want to come to Carrie's house? Yeah. And get fed by her? And <laughs> yeah. Perambulate around the garden. Perambulate around the garden. I really actually was. Oh my god. It was so beautiful. Woogs is so going to the rhododendron festival in the Blue Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some water. Keep talking. That's a very interesting find. I'm sure everyone out okay. there is madly googling. The so I just want to tell you some more about the um, about the Empire of Atlantium. So. Uh, Atlantium is predicated on a belief in the inevitability and the desirability of eventual global, social, economic and political union. And it operates as a secular, pluralistic, liberal, social, de- de- social democratic, uh, blah, democratic, republican monarchy. That doesn't even make sense. So this is George II, Im- Imperator, oh that's in, he's the sovereign head of state. Oh, oh God, they're on Facebook. Oh, we're going to make up our own. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's. We're the empire of hot flashlandia. <laughs> He's not a micronation because micronations are state-like entities. Guys, there was... uh, uh, Kim, we're going too far down the rabbit hole. With this <laughs> we're yeah. losing them. We're losing them. Oh, there was something. I just wanted to tell you because. Listen, run towards the light. He's, um, he's, it says something about how he's almost the same size as. This mouse is so weird. How does it work? Or do you have to go over and scroll on the scroller? Um, I love the summary, guys. Oh, yes. The province of Aurora, which is. Oh, Kim, Atlantean. I'm so bored. It's half the size of Monaco. So I needed to share that with you. I'm not sure Caro realises that she's living so close to... Well, her price, property price just went up, didn't it? Yeah. Or down. Okay. Now, oh, did you put down Atlantium? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, oh, you did. Uh, okay. Should we talk about some medicinal stuff? Yeah, as long as it's not about your bum. No, it's not about my ass. Even though I do have a hot ass. Um, literally and figuratively. Um, I so I think someone on either the Hot Flush page or maybe the Woogs or Women page 
talked about if anyone else was suffering menopausal arthritis. So as if chin hair, hot flushes, bleeding like a stuck pig, like not Earth bleeding, miserability, uh, dry vaginas, paper, papery skin. Yeah, wasn't enough. <laughs> now there's a specific type of arthritis. <laughs> Yay for menopausal. being a woman. <laughs> and do you know what? I just happened to read that as I have really sore thumb joints. Oh, really? And I'm going to um, go right now and get you some magnesium cream. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yes, a magnesium arthritis. I hear you. Uh, I am taking some, oh, what's it called? Something with chondroitin. It's not magnesium with chondroitin. Anyway, gee, look at the medical advice coming from the hot flush today. It is on point. Um, so, and I'm also going to give you a calcium, magnesium, and vitamin D supplement. Oh, no, I don't want that. Okay. When? Now? Well, I'll give it to you in the break, but you wrote okay. that into your... Um, Mrs. R uh, Ms. Wright bought me that. Oh. Oh, I think it's... It, very sloppy, put... so... You, oh, yeah. okay. Did you put this on your blog yeah, the I other week? I read it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, so yes, apparently menopausal arthritis is... To oh, Jesus. Is totally a thing. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about in line with um, what we were talking about... Oh, God, that smells good. Oh, I love that. It's like it's like Magnesium. feminine. It's like feminism, feminist deep heat. <laughs> Not feminist, feminine. Put that in the show notes, please. Feminine deep heat. <laughs> From a little, um, um, give it a plug. Oh yes, we've got to give it a plug. Spa in a jar. It's called Spa in a jar, and this is called the Go Go Cream Dash Hot Transdermal Magnesium Cream. Totally hippie. Comes from Red Lynch, Queensland. I think it's the Byron Bay, to be honest. Oh, is it? Well, that's where she bought it. Okay. She's up in Byron. Up in Byron. Byron. Um, what did I just call feminist DP? Um, no, that, that, that pen doesn't work. And now my hand's all weird because of that. Um, so. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm a bit jittery. Oh, did I have a cop? Oh, no, see, so I had a coffee this morning. That's why. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath because I think I'm talking at about five thousand hundred words a minute so i'm slowing it right down now one of my dear friends alerted me to a condition that she potentially has it is related to endometriosis it is called adenom adenomyosis um, if you looked up the endometriosis sort of association australian association it's it, it is on there as well um, it's A-D-E-N-O-M-Y-O-S-I-S. -E uh, basically, it's an issue with your uterus um, where parts of it, of the endometrium, are found inside the muscular layers of the uterus. Well, I don't think they're meant to be there. Um, it can cause pain and abnormal bleeding and its features often overlap with the symptoms of endometriosis. Oh, my God. And in fact... You may have both because being a woman is both glorious and a complete just schmozzle. Um, so endometriosis day, I think it is, is on the 24th of March. Um, but my friend has had ludicrously heavy periods with real, like with full egg size clots and, oh, 
And I got the gag. <laughs> the wretch. The dry wretch. Um, but, of course, that meant that her iron levels are... Her, her, shit. Yeah. And, of course, then you get the flow on of all of yeah. that. So, uh, and apparently it can happen a fair bit in women who've had to have a DNC and yep. doctors don't do the right thing by your uterus and oh stuff God. when it's the scar tissue, you know. So, anyway, so, yeah, so if you are getting really heavy, terrible periods like that and with a fair bit with pelvic pain and... It really is. Don't just sort of think. Don't just sort of think. Oh, it's menopause or it's per- go and you know. Always go and get yourself checked out when you when you think something's not not quite right. Yes. Can we stop talking about bodily fluids and stuff now? Yeah, I think so. I want to get back to dating. So, oh, dating. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. We're gonna have a quick break because we'll go. And- And welcome back to Ooh, the Hot Flash, the um, the world's most popular podcast for women ever. We just had a little break and just we did not stop laughing. And I said, you know, we've we've got to make this. We're we're everything, Kim. We're the producers. We're the writers. We're the no. we're the marketing department. And, and I just want to I just want to say I, I I appreciate and I hear the comments, uh, and we hear the comments of people sort of saying that the sound quality is not great. I just want someone to fix it. Like, surely someone listening to this knows about how knows to, how to fix it. Despite the fact we are the world's most popular podcast for women, yeah. out beating out Mamma Mia's yeah. podcast network and Oprah Winfrey. Now you know. Well, that's true. Um, I'll produce a data set to you know support that fact. Um, just give me an hour or so. Uh, but do you know? Um, okay, a few people have said to us we should do some merch. And you know what? Will Anderson, as in the Australian comedian, Uber comedian. I don't think it's that funny. Oh, don't you? No. I don't mind him. Well, I used to not like him, and then I started listening to his podcast, and now I quite like him. Um, He has a Patreon page. If Will Anderson has a Patreon page. What's a Patreon page? Patreon is where our listeners can pay us to listen to us. I'm not going to ask them to do that. <laughs> I know, right? Talk about how to piss off your, your, your fan base. Yeah, but no, but people do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't. I'm out. You do that. You scab. <laughs> but I did have a meeting last week with a potential sponsor. I know. That's a little bit exciting. Yeah. 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 Um, Every day I'm hustling. Now, hang on. I've now I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. So, look, um, it's something I constantly look into. I go to websites and look at microphones and then just get completely bamboozled and then think maybe I could I record, use microphones and record hey, correctly you know into Audacity on my iPad. Like, I don't know. We should just hit our boss up, Robert. He's dropped off like a sack of shit now that he's gotten famous. <laughs> we were the first ones ever, Robert. I'm going to make you listen to this, and you've got to spring for some new um, speakers or some something. Some gear. We need yeah. some. We need some fancy gear. Yeah, Rob. That's. We'll take you out for lunch and tell you what we need. And also, you can pay for lunch. there's other like podcasting like companies like. Oh, there's a few. I won't name them, but you know who like Will Anderson is on, and then there's another whole group of comedians, and they're on that one. And I'm like, come on, come on, Rob. Come on, why aren't we on the front page? Just because you're doing stuff for like. I think Fairfax, no, News Limited and all these other I see your name around the traps. You don't ever give us a shout out. No. You used us. Is it because we talk about it 
my bits because I can't promise that I'll stop that because I won't. I think we should start it. Rob, put petition on. Hello. Robert Lowenthal, you're a boss. <laughs> Cough up. Anyway, um, moving right along. Yes. Um, we just did have an incident. See if you're watching stories where um, Kim rubbed the magnesium cream into her eyes and subsequently became quite hysterical. <laughs> quite blinded and i'd just like to let you know that the title of the cream called go go cream hot that is truth in advertising because my god did it burn like Uh, the heat of a thousand suns keep out of reach of children well that's where we went wrong avoid eyes oh wash hands after use oh well i didn't wash my hands because i was rubbing it on my hands to to help your hands and then I showed Kim these little arm clenches, which I think, you know, it's, it's like you see the big buff guys in the gym. Yeah, what are these called? I have uh, monkey grips. Monkey I, grips I, I don't that know. you squeeze and yeah, I use I'll those. A, I'll take a photo of you. I'll, I'll do some sort of meta, you know, like. And yeah, just get them at Kmart and I use them because I type all day. And it also helps you, you know, when you go to the supermarket and you see the little ladies and they've always got broken wrists because yes. they suffer a fall and they don't have strength in their wrists so okay um just oh, get these oh, it's just disappeared that's going to be better for you then because i don't think you can be trusted with um anything pretty much and i don't think there's a lot of harm you can do to yourself with these little wrist crunch crunches is wrist, that what they are uh, yes is that lighting good though yes yeah, all right can you see these no not at all <laughs> but you've also got guns now under I that do. sweater look at that that's what happens. That's what you... Oh, well, now the lighting's terrible. Oh, it's gone now. Oh, okay, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want Someone to talk about... So easily distracted. I want to talk about dating. Yeah, as I on. said, our friend uh, Kerry Sackville's got a book coming out on the 1st of April. Yes. Ironically. Oh. About dating. And I heard her this morning on ABC 702 with our friend Wendy Harmer. And she had some very interesting insights. She's been single for about five years. And she's been dating a lot. And it was really interesting because a lot of the callers came through were men. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, go on. And they seemed quite nice. And one of them was super sensible and said, if you've just come out of a relationship, do not get yourself onto the websites and start yeah, dating. Yeah. He said, you need at least 12 months to sort your head out. Yeah. And I thought, I'm in love with you. Yeah. And, and your that's sensibility. Actually, that's actually true, because that's what I did. Yeah. It was 14 months and they yeah. suddenly went... I need the weight of a man. Yeah. Um, I need heft. Also, Kerry discussed um, another thing, saying that these websites are very much weighted in the favour of men because there is so many attractive, accomplished, intelligent women on there, and it's slim pickings for us chicks. That's exactly right. So Kim Kim did the same thing, and we'd be interested to hear from you. Um, I know from managing my community page that there are a lot of women who are dating and one of our, one of our, um, ladies has gone on her ninth date. Her ninth? With the same bloke. And last night she even let him watch Married at First Sight with him. Has she put out yet? Yeah. Oh, phew. It's just going to go, Jesus, what are we in, Victoria? Yeah. Oh, oh that's and it's really good because everyone's sharing, sharing their stories and perhaps if you're not on the, um, hot flush, um, I think we need to do that. Come I'm to the Hot Flush page. And um, come to the Hot Flush page and tell us about your experiences with internet dating. Kim, what advice could you give to people out there, internet dating? And also, we will be uh, interviewing Kerry when her book comes out about this. Okay. 
Uh, I, I, my first thing is just don't take it so seriously. Like you took it seriously. I took it seriously. It was a disaster, terrible. And then I just went, fuck it. I'm just gonna go. I just want to go out and have a good time, and I want to go out and have dinner and maybe have a patch. And if that works out, then maybe I'll get laid. And I, when I totally switched my attitude around to that, it just and and therefore changed what my um, you know, what my profile and stuff said. Um, yeah, I just had so much fun. And I certainly was not looking for a relationship. Like I was not. I was like, I'm perfectly happy on my own. I don't need some man to come in and become a new dad or, you know, take over like, or, or, or you know, start looking after us or anything like that. I was just like, I'm doing all that perfectly fine on my own. I just wanted something for me. And then, and Rob and I were both in exactly the same place. He'd only, he'd come out of a relationship and he was just like, no, I just need to, you know, I just, I'm not good. I'm not good for you at this point in time. And, um, and then we just sort of both suddenly just went, huh, quite like hanging around with you. Let's do that a bit more often. And, and what was your biggest disaster? Disaster. Let's not talk about the first one because. That was the virgin. Just, yeah, that was just. And then there was the guy who I think thought that he was a dom, like a dom, like a dominatrix. Oh, well, not a dominatrix. Not a dominatrix because that's the woman. So just a, a dominant man. Dominator. A dominator. Who? Yeah, he was. He was, and that whole. Experience, Did you have sex with him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's when you were just. Why not? Like put that out there. It's so just fun. You weren't waiting to be someone's lady. No, special lady. No. I had one guy who treated me like a special lady. It was so boring. He was really boring. He was also... But he's good for someone else. Yes. And as I uh, yes. said this morning, as, as Wendy said this morning, every pot has a lid. <gasps> I love that. Every pot has a lid. So you're a bit of a catch and release program for those men, I think. Me? Yeah. yeah you but... release them back into the wild to be caught by the correct lid. Yes. But I will say, like, um, so I, I think when I took all the pressure off myself and off off them in terms of them thinking that maybe I wanted like I was looking for like but that I just wanted to go out and have dinner and let's just you know have some fun um the thing that I started to niggle in my mind was well we had a really good night we both know where we stand like because we're adults and we used our words and <laughs> so, basically what can happen when you so use your why, words why not do it again Yes. But it doesn't mean it. Like, it doesn't mean we're You're in a relationship. Married. It just means... So that was the thing that I just started to niggle in the back of my mind. That there was two guys who I had gone out on dates with and thrown a leg over and had so much fun. And they had fun. Like, we had a great time. And then it was like, well, why not do it again? Mm. Like, so that was... Yeah. Um, and then, whereas Rob and I did that, had a great time, and then was just like, let's do that again. And then we're like, yeah, that's really fun. Let's do it again. And then we were suddenly like, oh, I really like you. You're really nice. I always often think how I would go in the dating world. <laughs> um, you know, if should heaven, we're all touching the wood, heaven happens, yes. something happens to Mr. Wig. Um, and I gave it like the five years of mourning and then decided <laughs> to come back. What advice could you give to me if I'm sitting there? And I know that a lot of our listeners would be there sitting there because a lot of them are, have got husbands. Yeah. Um, and they're lonely and they need to get out. Yeah. You say, don't take it seriously. But where do I go? Do I go to RSVP? Do I go to... 
So I hated it. Our lady found her friend on plenty of fish. Yes. So I hated RSVP, and the only thing I hated more was eHarmony. I just feel like if you're in a Pentecostal church and live in Sydney's northwest, then eHarmony is for you. But if that if you do not fit that demographic, I just it's a very weird site, and it's it, it might be different now. Like it's obviously a couple of two years ago. Um, I found OKCupid is really good because it gives you really interesting sort of questions and it goes into a little bit more detail but in a more fun way. Um, so, yeah, I really liked OKCupid. I met two really nice guys on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved – I actually loved Tinder just from a nosy Parker point yeah, of view. I quite often want to set up an account just, just to like a, a look. Yeah, just But to, then I don't know if Mr. Wig would appreciate it if you found that on my phone. <laughs> And look, Rob and I actually met on Tinder. So, but we didn't do the normal Tinder thing. Like we actually chatted on Tinder for about a week and then just went out for dinner and nothing happened. And then he went overseas for work and he kept we chatting. kept chatting and then he came back and yeah. then it was. Oh, that's nice. Um, um, and so were... I liked Tinder and Plenty of Fish. I met, um, I had a couple of really great conversations with guys on Plenty of Fish, but um, nothing sort of like it just, things just didn't sort of come out of it I just didn't yeah so I did actually there was probably two or three guys on Plenty of Fish who we just like if we'd see each other was online or if you sent a message and then they'd respond quite quickly you know we'd have a little chat but but I just um I grew up you know I was a good Christian girl like Mm -hmm. as a teenager and and I really didn't have any of that sexual awakening um, or, you know, sleep with a whole raft of people and find out what I liked and didn't like and, and have fun. Like, yeah. I mean, I, Amy and I, oh yeah, like people know, don't know. Um, the husband, the husband and I, um, the husband and I, um, we had, you know, like in those early years, it was, you know, it was a relationship and it was fun as far as in that mindset I was having fun. Um, cause you didn't know anything else. I didn't know anything else. And so and now you do. And the, this is the other thing, right? Like, and I think you said it to me and also my beautiful friends, Bronwyn and Marina said, and Ali said it to me because I was like, I just want to lose some weight before I do it. And they just went, fuck that for a joke. You are you. Yeah. Like, just get out there. Yeah. And do you know what? You got tits and bits. Guys don't care. They don't really. We're our own worst enemies. Yeah. Honestly. And do you know what? And if, if, and someone if they like, do care, yeah, you don't want to be with them. Fuck them right off. I'm just getting my charger. You don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you in this current state. Which is fabulous. Yeah, and so um, I think you've just – and look, yes, there are some absolute dicks out there. Um, and I've got a friend who is in her early 50s who is really struggling because men in that – you know, in, a, in an age bracket she would like, as in also in their 50s, you know, they don't want a woman in their 50s. They want like a 30-something-year-old woman. Oh, and, God. you know, at which point you just go, well, you wouldn't want to sort of go out with them either. But, you know, she's had some horror experiences and it makes me so angry. Um, so I don't know what, you know, I just, for me, it was just doing it as something as a bit of fun. And yeah, and not banking banking the house on it. Yeah. And so, yeah, there were some nights which were just like, like there were, you know, the first guy who I just in the middle of it went, I think I'll go now. 
and just go and put my clothes on and left. Like, you know, and then there was the weird, you know, the weird Dom guy who just only wanted to do it up the butt and didn't like oh, that I talked. Geez. I didn't like, and he goes, you're quite chatty, aren't you? You picked the wrong girl. <laughs> he goes, oh, you, you, you've got opinions. And I'm like, hello? Like, what the fuck is happening here? Samantha Kahn says that she tried internet dating when it was new, circa 2002, and happy to report I got lucky and married my first date, still happily oh, married. Oh, how gorgeous That's is so that? so nice. And Lisa... From Stockton said, Maggot's best friend sent <laughs> her a kiss on RSVP. And that's only funny to people who know, who, who know Maggot. Now, yeah. Maggot is her university boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Poor Maggot. Um, but how do you nice. think, I mean, what would I do? Like, do I, do I just say like, oh, you look nice. And then like say hi. And then they Google me and then I'm toast. Yeah. You're absolute toast. Because <laughs> that's what they do. You, you put their name into the search engine and yeah. you find them on Facebook. And well, no, hang on. I in, would in, be no, fucked. In the first instance, when like on Tinder and stuff, you're not Mrs. Wu. Like you're, you oh, know, yeah. saucy minx or something. Like, oh, you're really? Not... <laughs> oh, I could have so much fun making up a name. Yeah, yeah. You don't. They don't know any of that until the first date. And you don't then tell them your oh, whole you name. Oh, you don't tell them your whole name? No. Oh, well, I'm, I'm all right for a while yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Mm, mm. So, uh... I'm going to be purring kitten or something like that. Oh, God. Really? No. <laughs> I want to be called something like, like, um, like a, a road... Purring pussy. No, That'll bring the guys road, to the yard. A road grading piece of equipment. <laughs> like a bulldozer. <laughs> Bulldozing into your heart. Oh. See, this is why I cannot be single. <laughs> she cannot. Oh my god. It would be like 10 new just, books in it though. God, oh my god, it would be so good for content. So good for content. It oh. really would be. Anyway, we can't wait to have Kerry in the studios. AKA <laughs> <laughs> okay, the spare bedroom. In the studios here at the world's best podcast for women that's ever been known to men, men and women. Ever, and ever, ever. So, yeah. I mean, there's so much to be said about that, and there is so much... Uh, and we will yeah. come back to some of your stories, because they're coming through now. Yeah, so... Um, oh, can, can we change tack? Yes. You might not have seen it, dear listener, but yesterday, Kim went fully apeshit on Kindy Mums. <laughs> I was very concerned for her <laughs> mental state, because she was really... Fucking copying Kindy Mums. Tell us about what happened to Kim. So I've actually, so I've, I've actually written notes on this, right? And uh-huh. I've called it "Get on my, Get Off My Lawnitis." <laughs> get off my lawn, you crazy kids! So we live about a kilometre and a half from school. So the boys in, normally ride their bike, yeah, or they can walk. Uh, but Grover at the moment, his bike has a flat tire, and he has a foot issue, which I sort of just told him to stop whinging about it for about four months and uh, went finally went to a podiatrist this week who just went, oh, Jesus, he's got some Severs disease and he needs orthotics and poor Ugh. kid and I'm going to take them today and, yeah, like just... Orthotics are cheap. Oh, so that's all going to cost me 850 bucks. And guess what isn't covered by my health insurance? Oh, orthotics. And guess what the wasband will probably not contribute anything towards? The orthotics. <sighs> so anyway... Um, so I've been picking him up this week because of the whole foot issue. Helicopter parent. Yeah, I know. Um, but I have been picking kids up from a school gate for... Here she goes. 
16 years, people, it is not that hard. Pull in, get your kid in, off you go. People pull in, they sit there for like, you know, 20 minutes before the, you know, the line's meant to start. I know, what's with And that? then they don't park right up behind the car in front of them, so there's half a spot. So instead of fitting 15 cars along the road, it fits eight. It just goes on and on. People stop. It's quite a narrow street. People stop on the street and their kids come out between cars and yeah. get in their cars. Kindy parents, though, park their car. Well, you have and to get understand out that kindy's a and little go in. Kindergarten. Oh. Yeah, so you don't park in the kiss, drop, and go. Oh, zone. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd be irate. It's like, is. Like, I know, you have to, with your kindy kids, when they first start, they finish early, and they're little. They don't, you go and park your car somewhere. And, and then walk away, across. and then you walk. Yeah. So anyway, I absolutely lost it. And then Grover got in the car and was like, listening to him, and he went, wow. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I really did go pretty cranky. And he goes, you really hate the kindy mums. I went, well. You watch tomorrow's Daily Mail. Leading mummy blogger hates kindergarten parents. Oh, God, as if I could be a leading mummy blogger these days. No, we're so, yeah. too old for that shit. Um, so, okay, so this was me yesterday, right? I'm not even premenstrual. So there was the, the pick-up-and-go zone at school where people are just complete morons. And then, out the front of our place, there's a little space between my driveway and the driveway next door. This is scintillating. Scintilla I was just about to say this is a scintillating topic. Inconsiderate dickwad cop womble across the road <laughs> parks his station wagon there. Who drives station wagons? And blocks, he doesn't even have kids. And blocks like both the driveways. So do you know what I did last night? Hashtag Mrs. Mangle. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Mrs. What Jessup. Hashtag Prefect. Oh, did you ring the cops? I did. Oh, you did, did you? Well, Richie, my old next door neighbour, he told me to ring the cops. Talk about leading mummy blocker blows the lid off. Lead uh, right, and so I rang the police and I went, look, I feel really silly ringing you. I don't think you're, I don't think you're the guys, you know, I don't think this is something that you... If your cat got ca caught up a tree, would you have called the fire department? Yes, you would. Because mm. you're that type of person. No, I don't know. No, I don't know if I would have done that. Maybe I would have. I probably would have. Anyway, so I rang the police and I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. I don't think this is your, you know... Your phone's ringing with your little oh, meditative. Oh, shit, that looks like it's school. Okay, what is it done? Okay, she's got to call to school. Just pouring her another wine. Um, so, anyway, uh, so I spoke to, I don't know, Constable David or someone, and he just, I could, like, I could literally hear his eyes rolling. Like, I could hear them rolling. And I'm like, I know, I know. He goes, no, no, call council. Anyway, so I looked up council website. <coughs> even have a form for this sort of shit and I filled in that form and I uploaded pictures and because I had I had put one very nice note on it like a note that sort of said look I'm not sure if you realize that oh God, it wasn't the school it was the hairdresser oh because I get hate that that, that that number is so close to the school's number and I quite often get a call from the school oh do you Oh. Um, anyway, so I um, I had put a very nice note on his car, not passive aggressive. Like I've actually said, I'm not sure if you realise this space really isn't big enough for this size of car. You're actually blocking my driveway and our neighbour's driveway, and it's really difficult to get in and out. And you know, we'd really appreciate it if you didn't park it. 
So he parked her the next day as he well. He did? Yeah. And my neighbour had left a note on his car before my note. Time to pull out the big guns, Kim. So I filled in the form on the council website. I uploaded pictures. Of course I did. And uh, Where's he parking now? I don't know. But he's not there. Well, no, he's probably at work today. Hopefully he'll park there tonight and the ranger will see it. You need like one of those massive but there's nail photos. guns. <laughs> but, there's photos. But, but there's photos of it so the council can charge, like can fine him. This is what my life has come to, people. Not only now do I am I concerned about things like, like you know, chin hair and whether it's a good drying day or not. Now I am like taking photos of cars parked illegally out the front of my house. What has become of me? What you need to get a me? job, Darcy. You I know. I know. Well, you know, if anyone would like to employ me and not pay me well and pay me more than you know fifty thousand dollars a year, that'd be really nice. Thanks. I wish I could give you a job, Kim. Oh, imagine that. What can we do together? Oh, can I be your bubble? Remember yes, bubbles? Yes, but I've got nothing for you to do. <laughs> you could take the, the empty bottles out to the bin. Um, you could do your exercises. You could take Isabel Barbara for her walk. I could. Um, I could. Well, now could, that I have to walk. You can um, unwrap all the, the um, parcels I get from adoring fans and um, people that want to work with me. I don't know, darling. Can I talk to you about um, FOMO, about fear of missing out on things? Hey, is the Hot Flush group private? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just letting Victoria May shout know that it's private. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> And if you'd like to be outed uh, on the world's most famous uh, podcast for women. And, and I will um, urge you all to quickly rush over to Facebook right now because she's going to reveal a very funny story about internet dating. So go to the hot flush, ask to join. We will review you. And if you're a dirty pervert, you're not allowed in. That's right. Unless you look really hot yeah. in your profile pic. Yeah. And you'll treat us as ladies. Yes. Yeah. You will treat us in the way that we wish to be accustomed. Um, so can I talk to you about FOMO? Yes. What, what are some FOMO things that you have? Um, anything, um, being discluded from something that looks really fun. Yeah. Um, when. Such as like like skinny dipping in Sydney Harbour. No, that's fucking gross. (laughs) Uh, just when I see friends out and I was like, I would have liked to have been invited to that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, FOMO, when I pitch for a job and I don't get it and then I see another influencer doing it and they're doing a crap job and, that, and that's more envy though. Yeah, yeah. Um, also frustration. Frustration because I'm thinking I would have fucking taken that to the that. next level. I would have like that. Anyway. Um, when, oh no, I can't think of anything. FOMO. Okay. I, okay, now this is going to make me look. As shallow as I appear to be. Yes. TV you're not, shows. You're not endearing yourself to the. I'm not today, am I? No. Yeah, I'm just normally thinking, I'm. Just we've turned off the kindy lovely. kids. We've turned off the the renegade Parkers. We've turned yeah. off quite a few people. I'm so starting just, to look like a just snarky tread, old. Tread carefully. Maybe if I pull my triglycerides, if I, maybe if I get my fat blood thin, then I might be less snarky. Yes. So just tread carefully. Off you go. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Um. When everyone talks about something that you don't know uh, anything about, yeah, right. Married at First Sight, I, I, I haven't watched any of it. I didn't watch it on principle because I thought the whole premise of it was just appalling. 
I didn't realise the premise of it was actually that there was they were actually paired and then they did this whole thing and then you know which is but all you don't have fun out that that do you? Yeah, I'm missing out because everyone's in on it and everyone's talking about it and everyone's like, oh my god, did you see what? It's pretty fucking Gary did. He's pretty fucking good. See? Yeah. Yeah. And you that's like a whole segment about it. It's too late. No, it's too late for you. Yeah. Game you have Thrones? to watch Bachelor of pa- in Paradise. Oh, see, but this is my problem. Like when these things are starting, I go, I can't do this. This is so dumb. It is so dumb. It actually makes you dumber. Yeah, it truly does. And I think it's a great ploy by you know the big like powerhouses yeah, in the world they get, they get, of dumbing us down, and then they just you and know, then then they get the the world's leading podcast for women talking about it. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, there's whole. Facebook pages and FarQ down in Melbourne, you know FarQ? Yeah. yeah. She's got a huge thriving community that talk about it every day. She has to kick people out sometimes. But lots of the women on the show are actually part of that group now. So, yeah. Oh, on Married at First Sight. Yeah, have joined FarQ's page. One of my one of my Insta friends, her ex-boyfriend was on it last year. How weird would that be? No weirder than you being on MasterChef. I guess, but I wasn't really on it for that long. I wasn't. I was only filmed when I was ugly crying, and I, from what I can gather, that was so bad. They just didn't even use that. Thank God. Um, so, uh, Game of Thrones. I think I'm yeah, one of the one percent that's never seen I mean, it. That one percent too. Is that the um, one they all root each other? And, yeah, well, winter yeah. is coming. Oh yeah. You know, no, I read the first. So I read, started to read the books. I was like, when I knew the series was coming out, I was going, I read the books first, then I watched the series. I read the first third of the first book and went, I don't care about any of these people. Um, Breaking Bad, another one. Completely watched the first couple of episodes. Then a guy was, they put a dead guy in a bath and poured acid on him and the whole thing fell through the floor. And I was like, I'm out. I don't want to see stuff like that. No. Like, I love David Attenborough. True. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I do? Like now, for downtime, I rewatch episodes of Seinfeld and 30 Rock. Oh, my God. 30 Rock. It's the best ever. And I've just actually... (laughs) 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 Shut it down. (laughs) I'm sorry. And Jack... Lemon out. Lemon out. Oh, my God. I love it so much. I love all of them. I'm going to watch that this afternoon. I just want to go into that. I just want to work there. I just want to be part of the team. Tina Fey, can you please reach out to the most popular podcaster in the world and give her a job. What would be your dream job? Um, professional podcaster. <laughs> Do you know what? I would love to have a radio show with you. Yeah. I would love to have a radio Even if it was just two hours once a week. Yeah. Um, so, Mate. Robert, you know people. Yeah, Robert, Robert Lawrence, you, know you know people. That's our boss who works at Wooshka. You know people, and I think it's an absolute travesty that we don't have two-hour radio program on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my God, that would be so good. I'm going to make that happen. Oh, my God, I've got a goal. She's got a goal. I'm going to write it down and put it on the wall. Uh, Finally, 44, and I've got a goal. Something for the vision board. Get radio show program. If you think that Kim and I should have a radio program, um, let us know. Can you start, and also, can you all start, like, an actual campaign to, say, the head of programming at any radio station in Sydney and say, these two chicks are hilarious and you need to give them airtime? 
Okay, I'm going to take a photo of that. I'm going to put that up on, um, no, I'm going to write a better one and I'm going to put it up. I'm going to tag all the fucking radio stations. And I'm like a dog with a bone. I don't take no very well. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. She's, uh, she's tenacious. Yeah. 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 Who else can we get onto that? Steve Murphy at Fremantle. He'll know people. Wendy. Wendy Harmer. She knows people. She knows people. Richard Glover. James Valentine. I love James Valentine. If if I introduced myself to him as Fat Runner, he'd remember who I was. Oh, really? Do you remember Fat Runner days? I remember when you were fat running. Yeah. And I rang him because they were talking about things that sports that people shouldn't do after a certain age. And I ran rang in and said mammals. And he goes, "What are mammals?" And it was like men in like like middle aged men in lycra. And he just cacked himself. This is a few years ago, so before it was really well known. And I said, "Look, you know, the only reason I'm allowed to say that these men should not be getting around in lycra is because I'm a fat runner." And I know what like I look like a you know like a sausage bur- bursting out of its casing. It's not okay. Remember that time that those boys pulled up next to me and I was walking and I was really red and they said, "Keep walking, you fat mole." Yes. And I said, "I'm trying not to be such a fat mole because I was walking." Yeah, I've had when I was a fat runner. I had a woman once running past me who was a lot fitter than I was, and she was like, "Keep going, you're doing a really great job. Keep going." Like, how lovely is that? That's nice like really nice um so i would really like to be on radio with you i would also there's our goal it's up on the big bertha it's for me and kim to get a radio show hashtag hot flush radio (gasps) hot flush radio radio. oh my god you're here to witness the birth of an idea how long have we been let's let's see if we let's see if we can remember this next week um so uh uh, yes, I want to do a radio show with you, and I really want to be like a like a scriptwriter in like on a show, you know, like on a comedy show. You'd be good at that. Yeah, I I'd know. be good at that too. Yeah, we should have our own TV show. We should be the new form of the new Kraken, like the new you know Captain Kim, the, the, the new Catherine Kim. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Because my real name is Catherine, which we can shorten to Kath, and then that could be called, yeah, take a photo of it, because like, if you manifest oh, yourself and put it out there, then everyone tells you that happens. Yes. What's that called? The What's that called? That book? Manifest. No, the, the, the secret. The secret. The secret. How long have we been going? Because we might need to have a break for food, because oh, this might be getting bored. Uh, 33. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We've got a little bit of campaigning to do. Yes. Um, over the next few minutes to try and harass our boss and other people we know to give us a radio show. Yeah, we need a radio show. That would answer everything. Well, it would give us something to do on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> we could drink wine. <laughs> yeah. And we would have be. a producer. That would be compulsive. Oh my God, we're doing it. Okay. Back in a minute. All right. Okay. I'm just interrupting our, uh, our little break. Because we're now going to conquer the world because hashtag hot flush radio. Happening. If any of you know anyone who can help make this happen, then, um, I don't know, I'll bake for you. Um, you get a t-shirt. You get a t-shirt. I- I'll let you touch my boobs. Like, seriously. Like, anything's on the table, really. Um, oh, we do need to do merchandise. Oh, the reason why I interrupted our break was because words just made me, like, look at things. Of the people who are actually getting the jobs that we want. Don't. Yeah, yeah, and that's all right. We're better than that. We don't need to, to no. talk about other people because we're oh, we've got our own brand and we're unique. Press we, off. 
We That's are. Cool. No, 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 hang on, because there was something else I just wanted to talk to you about. You're sounding old and bitter, Kim. I'm not old and bitter. I'm old and tired. <laughs> so, you know when I'm I was old having... old and tired too. I want this to finish so I can go watch television question time. Oh, can we? Can we talk about the Oscars? Okay, after this break. Oh, okay. Okay, we're coming back. I don't know where else I need to be, except we're going to trivia tonight. Oh, hello and welcome back to the Hot Flush. The world's most brilliant, brilliant... Did you recall that? No, I just said, I just pressed, you said, okay, here we go. We've we just got to go, otherwise we're going to be here all day. That's fine. I said, I've got to go to trivia tonight. And then I started that so everyone heard that you're going to trivia tonight. Yeah, okay, I am I'm going, going to trivia. going to come with you tonight. Well, you should. Anyway, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, I don't think um, that needs to be part of our... Our team, Mumnesia, we are on fire now. We're on fire. So, uh, okay. Hot Flush Radio. Hashtag Hot Flush Radio. We've got some exciting news. I think we just... Did I just say this in that bit that I interrupted our break? Yes. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're still we're still quite keen on it. So, that's lasted at least 15 minutes. And that's the longest thing we've ever, ever stuck with. Yeah. But in our break, we got on what are they, on the hustings? Is that what they call it? Yes, out on the hustings. We got out on the hustings and started nagging people. Um, I haven't been on Twitter for a long time, right? And uh, so I'm just back on here now and I'm having one of those moments where I go, oh, they're still around. Oh, isn't that terrible? That is terrible. I used to be, you know, Twitter used to be my... I love Twitter. It used to be my in my, like... That was your thing. It was my thing. Okay, you know, here's Instagram my... stories are my thing. Oh, gosh. And you are very good at them. Mm, I don't want to you. see you more pushing around a Dyson and stuff like that. Sponsored mm. Dyson's post. Oh. No. Oh, okay, I want no. to talk about... Uh, oh, Jesus, Kim. I've yes. forgotten. Oh, what was it going to be? Oh, I was really good, too. Uh-huh. Oh, must not drink wine during the day. <laughs> it was, was it about the sisterhood of the travelling body body? body pants? No. Oh. Um... But we have heard back from some of our readers about some disasters. Oh, some Dating funny. disasters. Um, let me just... I haven't read these yet. So um, I did read this one from Helen. No internet dating at all because old. Well, but I met a young man out one night and when we were about to make a date, he had to check with his probation officer <laughs> as to when he could go out again. <laughs> no date happened. Oh my and God. I think we might have a winner there because <laughs> because that's just bloody glorious, oh, Helen. Yeah, that's all. You never get a job on radio if you get a cough like that. Oh my God! Well, Start speaking good. in a better voice too. Oh, I speak in a lovely voice. We have to stop cutting. My mother said we have to stop cutting each other. Like we have to let the other one finish. Sorry, oh, Mum. We're okay. going to practice that. Okay. We're going to do this as a job. We need to listen to our feedback. We do. Victoria. Well, we need microphones first if anyone wants to, you know, give us a heads up about that whole realm. Victoria, I did have a friend that was on a date, and when they were driving along, a bird flew into the windscreen, which spontaneously popped, and its insides went all over the window. He tried to do, use the windscreen wipers, but it just smeared the dead bird all over the car. She decided it was a sign that this was not a blessed relationship. Oh, my God. Our listeners are the funniest people in the world. The funniest in the world. I would have actually, that would have actually kept me going. Like, I would have gone back again. Oh, my God. We have two winners this week. Two winners. We have two winners. Louise met a man online. He was six foot six, played rugby semi-professionally, was ex-army and pretty spunky. Oh, yeah. Well, of course he was. I bet that chest was just magnificent. Turns out he only wanted to date me because he wanted to borrow my clothes as he liked to dress as a woman on weekends. (laughs) 
shitting me right now. Oh my god, that is the best. Oh my god, we have two that winners. We have two winners. Best. Oh my god, you are just. Oh my god, we have to that do is, this for a job. That is so good. Yeah, we totally do. <laughs> okay. Uh, was there anything else on our list this afternoon? Um. Oh, we were going to talk a little. We're just going to have a little brief talk about, about the Oscars. Yes, I thought it was great. I watched it as I did. Some work, and then I was folding clothes, um, <laughs> and I thought Frances McDormand. Can we talk about her for a moment? Please? I have, I have adored her for forever, and all she did last night was move that in stratospherically into another whole galaxy. The getting all the women who had been nominated to stand up, like what a galvanizing moment to just go, fuck you, yeah. I love the fact she doesn't wear makeup. Yeah, I know. Yep, not a skerrick. And she's not your traditional beauty, but gee, she's got it lit within, doesn't she? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know. Goosebumps. I know. Have you actually seen the movie yet? No, I haven't. No. Do you know? I want to see that. I want to I see want to the see Churchill one. I, I don't want to see the one that won Best Picture. That the, the scent, the scent of water, or whatever it's called. No, the, the scent shape of, of water. The shape of water. It's about a girl who has a crush on a. a Amphibian. So mum took Jasper and Grover, so 12 and 10 year olds, to see it in the school holidays. Oh, like that's what yeah. she was going, she was seeing it with her friends, so she made them go because they're sitting in front of computers for too long and they're, you know, they're just, it's going, their eyesight's going to go and the headphones are going to make them go yeah. deaf. And, okay. you know. yep. and uh, anyway, mum said, I'm not sure it was appropriate, but Jasper enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, Jasper told me he just loved it. And just said, he said, it was heartbreaking, but it was great. That's out of a 12-year-old. So, you know, I, I do actually really want to see it. Um, I am, I adore everything about the Oscar, uh, the, the frocks, the ridiculousness of it all. The, you know, I, I just love it. It's just pomp and ceremony and, you know. Uh, so, but... I had a very bad flare of my Hashimoto's last week, which left me in a complete brain frog and sleeping like three to four hours a day and then also like sleeping all night. Like it was and quite depressed. Oh, and that's no good, does. So I've actually, I, I'm now being responsible. I've diarised it because yep. I want to see when the next one happens, if yep. there's any sort of pattern. So clever. Um, but I did have a 40-page thesis I had to edit which had to be finished by yesterday, so I didn't get to watch very much. But, oh, but no. I, I spent some time on YouTube last night and uh, caught up on various oh, on, bits and pieces. pieces yes. um, and Frances just wins hand down, hands down. Hands down. Um, but I love all the dresses, but I also love doing the whole snark thing, and I know that now that's probably not really in good taste. It's not our, our brand, Kim. It's not, not our brand. brand, is it? We're inclusive. Unless you're a kindergarten mother. <laughs> so I can't talk about how Margot Robbie's dress had like Christmas tinsel on it? No, I don't think that's nasty because it's you're not a fashion person. No. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I'm in my I'm in my Northern Beaches uniform today. She does have a striped top on oh, a pair my, of drop crutches. Oh, my blue and white striped top and my drop crutch. Oh, this is actually it's all Bohemian Traders. I do love Bohemian Traders. Uh, I actually write that down, people. That is an unpaid um, endorsement. I love their stuff. Their stuff is great. Yes. Except some of it is not my style. Yeah. But then there are pieces that I go, oh, I wonder what that will look like. And some I of my favorite things picked up something that was on sale last week 
and got it home and I was sort of like, oh, no, I don't I think the boobs are gonna look massive and it's just not and I pulled it on and it was just so flattering and lovely and I went And they do plus <gasps> sizes too, which is why I really double yes. support them. Yes. Um now I want to raise something that you put um out into the public sphere yesterday. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows you as a writer. Yes. As a as a humorous writer. Yes. Few people know the the quiet side of your soul, the reflective part of your of your inspiration that comes from poetry. <laughs> okay, what um, Kim is talking about, and we're going to put our sensible voice on now yes. because it is quite emotional. It is. Um, my dad, who's always been a very big supporter of my. Various endeavours. Especially into the world of literature. Yes. Being a very good writer himself. Right. Unpublished. Uh-huh. But very, very good with the written word. Yes. He sent me over a picture of a poem that I wrote when I was 12, and I'm going to get Kim to read it out. It is on paper, dot matrix, all capitals. Here you go. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. Okay. Let's take this as our moment of mindfulness. The storms, the heavy clouds gather, and the sun, so warm, fades. The chilly breeze is through the air as the sky turns darker shades. The sun has completely gone now, and listen, here is the sound of crashing thunder, lightning flashing, there is violence. All around. The sounds have nearly gone now. <laughs> the sun can show his face. Why is it a him? Uh, true. Uh, but losses and fallen trees have shown how a storm can change a place. How old was I? Twelve. <laughs> so you were in year seven. I was in year six. Oh, were you? Or year seven, I don't know. You didn't tell me what month it was. Um, oh, yeah, you could have been year six. Did you ever go through a period of thinking oh, you were a poet? Did I ever go Everybody through Everybody went through <laughs> a period, and it's just that oh. my dad happened to keep it a million years later because he thought I was going to be a famous writer, and that would be worth something. And he, yes, he, he would earn good money yeah, from that. for like, yeah. It's, it's. It's, it's emo, man. So good. Thank you. It's it's up there in the echelons of finding your diary from when you're you know like oh fifteen. God. And I wrote about kissing yesterday and about how I got dumped oh, by God. the Olympic medal kisser. Oh, so do you want to know my first kiss? Yes, Kate. So as I just mentioned earlier in this Go to in the, this podcast, to to read the full article. Ah, uh, yes. Um. Uh, so. Uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier in, in and it can't this be episode, a pillow or a picture no, or your hand. No. It has to be a real person. Yeah, and it can so, be a girl if you want to. Now's the time to be able to talk about it. Okay, so is it a girl? No, okay. um, and not your dog. Ugh, no. Uh, so I was in um, going. It was in year ten because, <laughs> as you know, I was a good Christian girl, and I was at a single. Bitch, and you I was someone from band camp, and I was. <laughs> Well, your cousin at a Christmas function. Oh, God. So, you know, I was a good Christian girl. So, I, I was at the beginning of the year, 
um, I think it was an Australia Day street party for our, you know, where I lived. And so the nearest intersection on our street was all shut off and we had all the, all the families came together and there was a big, you know, the, all the dads had set up, brought all their barbecues together and it was all great. And one of the families had a family friend come along and their eldest daughter had a complete crush on this guy. And I thought it was quite cute and, um, but you know, just thought it was quite cute and that's about it. And then as the night sort of progressed, I mean, I wasn't drinking, like I didn't have any, you know, like I was... 15, I think, maybe 16, no, 16. So it gets to the end of the night. He's older, like he's left school and stuff. He's like, I think he was, I think he was 20. Did you have a bob? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Your hands I think, mouth when you're talking I to think, the people. I think, it, I think I may have even had a perm. Oh, Jesus. Right, so... Uh, so anyway, so we um, we go for a walk. Like so, the whole night sort of comes to an end, and everyone's going back to their houses, and Mum's going home, and I just go, oh, this guy I can't remember his name, and we're just going to go for a walk. So we went for a walk. Because you like walking, yeah, you're exercising, yeah. So we went for a walk around a couple of the blocks, and you know that adrenaline of that. Yeah, like, that's awesome. It's as, it's as much as being drunk. Yeah. Like you just, yeah. you know. Like, he looked at me, oh. <laughs> and I think we might have even been holding hands. Oh, it's on. So anyway, so then we came back to the to the front gate of our place, um, which we used to joke was like this green sort of house fence while we lived in this really posh area, but we had the worst house. Is that the area that I live in? Uh, close. Yes. A mm, couple of suburbs away. Yeah, worst house on the street. Um, anyway, so we stood at the fence and then we had a full on pash. And dear God, did I think my bits were going to like lie Oh, really? Fire. Oh, the my earth God. moved under your feet? Yeah. Did you feel I the clouds tumbling I was down? Complete. So here was the thing. As a teenager, like I was, I was fully my height, I had my period, I had boobs, everything by sixth grade. So. My monkey brain was so ready to hop on the horse, like, you know, like from year seven. And yet I wasn't pretty. And so all these boys chasing all these pretty girls, if only they'd known that if they turned to the ugly duckling, they could have been getting fucked every which way, like five times a week. Like, boys are idiots. <laughs> They're complete idiots. <laughs> so anyway, so oh, I was dear just like, <laughs> so anyway, so he kissed me right. So of course, then in my Christian head, I uh, was just like, right, well, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm going to marry him. And he, at that point, he worked in a major department store that was at that point in time in Chatswood. And so one day, Grace Brothers, yeah. <laughs> and, so I bought him a card, and I think it was one of those cards. You know the cards that had the hippos on it? What was that guy's name? Oh, like yeah, Gary yeah, Larson. Yeah, yeah. The other one? Like, yeah, yeah, I know, but let's move on. Yeah, and I bought him some card. And, I mean, basically, it was the equivalent of, um, you know, what's his name on Simpsons giving Lisa the Valentine's card of, I choo-choo-choose you. It was basically that. And Ralph. Ralph. It was basically a Ralph card. Oh, my God. It's, it was a Ralph card. And I found him, like, you know, like, in his section, and I sort of walked, oh, washing. I think I was in my school uniform. <laughs> and 
Um, and he, he was standing there with a work colleague. Oh my god! And he goes, oh, okay, cool. come on, let's just sort of go for a bit of a walk. Oh, and I don't so, special walk. Oh, so we and he then basically told me that he was about to move back to Wellington because he had some, he had, um, he had to some real um, personal sort of identity issues he had to sort of really work through. Which of course now I don't. He's fucking gay. <laughs> he's gay. He was going home to like just go. I really like taking it up the butt. Like, what am I gonna? How am I gonna? to rectify that so he did not choo choo choose you choo choo choose me and that was my first kiss but it was a fucking good kiss he knew how to kiss we need to find out where he is now <laughs> we need to get there no. oh my god <sighs> i think we're gonna close up with that one kim because i'm quite hysterical my stomach is hurting um i've cried about three times i'm hot <laughs> You're really hot. Really hot. Thank you so much for listening to us, the world's best podcast ever for both men and women and pets. Yeah. And as we like to say at the end of every episode, keep plucking.